0: Welcome back to Rockhound Radio, your podcast for gaming and then everything and anything in between. From ghosts and ghouls to Bigfoot to horror myths to Pokemon to D&D, we got it all here. Thanks for tuning in. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It is Tuesday, and you know what we're here for. More Pokemon, more video games, more nerd stuff. So yeah, we're going to kick back, chill out. Hopefully everybody had a fantastic holiday. Gone and come too soon. Well came of or however you want to say it. Yeah, it's a big, it's always a big build-up every year, right? Your friends, your family, your co-workers, your whoever, your whatever, your pets, all your loved ones, non-loved ones, your enemies, your frenemies, whatever they are. So yeah, big build-up for, you know, a few hours or whatever, maybe a weekend of spending time with your family. Hopefully you guys have some time off of work or, you know, maybe you're just bumming it up like I am. I got the week off from work. I'm just sitting up in my office right now. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, a little bit of reality hit me there last night. I was like, Oh fuck dude, tomorrow's Tuesday. I got to record. So here we are, man. A little late getting out, but better late than never. But yeah, hopefully you guys, hopefully everything was good. So everything was great with my wife and I, my family, our family, everything has been very good. So no complaints other than, uh, what's some, some weird ass weather out here for Christmas. I don't know if, which I know some of you guys are from Ohio and you know, other, other places, you know, some, maybe some of you never seen snow or never, I don't know, never had snow a foot deep or as they like to say, as the old timers like to say around here, uh, yeah, we had asshole deep snow back in my day, but, uh, And not a whole lot of snow on Christmas, and it really hasn't been for several years. Uh, My brother-in-law and I were recently just talking about when we, because we're, he's a few years older than I am. So we, but, you know, similar, we remember similar things from growing up, like the, you know, the age gap between him and I isn't very big. So a lot of like the stuff that happened when we was kids or like the fads or the you know, TV shows, you know, so on and so forth, they're roughly, roughly similar but we were talking about winter time and being kids. And like, I remember being, I don't know, 10 years old and just going outside and you could only play outside for a couple hours. And it wasn't because you ran out of things to do or you quit having fun. It was because it was so damn cold that you could only stay out there for so long, but there was so much snow. I remember like building little tunnels and in our driveway when we'd like plow our snow up and I don't know. Just a cool, just something cool to think back on. And, you know, nowadays, (coughs) unless you live in those places, like I used to work for a company that um, was originated out of Utah, and they would get like crazy, crazy snow out there. So, yeah. You know, maybe if you live in a snowy region, hell yeah. And if you want my best hot winter tip, if you are going to go sled riding, find somebody that's got an old, beat up kayak or maybe one that's got a hole in it or. You know, just one that you maybe you keep around just for you know to train people or to show people how to use it, whatever it maybe. Or maybe your neighbor has one. and You could just go, you know, borrow it for a few. But yeah, go sled riding down a big hill on an old kayak, man. And I'm telling you, you think that like sleds go fast, and then you get. We have a pretty big hill behind our house, and it kind of like feeds down. Like the at the bottom of the hill is a little pond, and I got the bright idea. It must have been last year. Um, to sled right down the hill in the kayak and slide across the pond because we had a little pocket of water that was like the, the ice had gotten broken up or I think where like the water comes into the pond, what, whatever it may be. Like it, you there was still some water and I shot across the pond and it was one of the coolest and coldest. Oh my God. Coldest experiences. Anyway, we got, we're getting, see, this is the problem. You guys get me so off track and you know, you're sitting out there, you're asking questions like, oh my God, how's the holidays? Or what do you think about the weather? And and who am I to deny answering all these questions for all you people? So anyway, we're on the Pokemon. We got nerd stuff to talk about, dude. Sorry, I, I got to take the reins from myself sometimes. We are back. Pokemon White 2. We are headed out of the city. Yeah, we were in Castella City. We just defeated Berg. We spent hours of our life. Looking for a Pokemon with a very low encounter rate, finally 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 was able to capture in <clears throat> um yeah, I don't even know what I was trying to say and and, and here's one thing I will say there's often exploits and they're really not it's not really cheating, and I call it an exploit because you know what I mean it's not like you're breaking any rules, but the little like repel trick, and if you don't know what the repel trick is in Pokemon, it's essentially. If you know that say you're hunting a pokemon that's level 25, okay? And you have a pokemon in your party that's level 24 or 25, you would put that pokemon in first in your party and then you would use a repel max super or just a regular repel and then you're going to run around in the area where you're trying to encounter that pokemon. And the trick is is, you know, oftentimes a specific pokemon that you're hunting will be a certain level. Like the um, the EV, for instance, was level 18. So I had a level 18 EV that I'd already caught in and first in my party. And basically, what you're doing is repels will work and um, keep Pokemon away from you if they're a lower level than you. So, and if there's a Pokemon that matches your level or is higher than your level, the repel will not be able to keep it away. So yeah, there's your little I don't know Rocco's Pokemon fact. So yeah, it's just a I was. I guess the whole reason me explaining that is I was like, I don't need that trick. I don't need that trick. I'll just, it's a 5% encounter. You know how many 5% encounters I've done in my life? Fuck it. I'll just run around, run around. You got a half hour later. I was like, just go get the fucking Pokemon, dude. Just go get the Pokemon out of the PC and uh, quit being a bum. Quit being lazy. Yeah. Sure. Shit later, like 20 minutes, which is still a ridiculous amount of time to try and find a freaking Pokemon, dude. I don't know. They got me, though. I'll, I don't think I'll ever stop playing Pokemon in my life, So unless I'm not able to. I don't know. All right. Anyway, we head out of the city, and you run into Colress on Route 4. Involved with Team Plasma, or yeah, he, you can take one look at this guy, and he's got this like weird-ass, like, I don't know what canon is, whether it's hair or a headband or a headpiece or headgear, whatever it is. Anyway, this guy's kind of nefarious, right? He, uh, I don't know, he's just, he's just a weird, a weird NPC to run into. And you kind of get like a creepy vibe off of him. But yeah, there is a crustal roadblock. So it's a bunch of crustal that are across the road. <clears throat> and apparently he, I don't know, invented some fucking tech device that made him run away. I was like, oh, okay. You, you made, he's like, oh yeah, I got out of this new technology and I plan on uh making these crabs move, dude. I'm like, come on, bro. They're, you know, the hindsight of this, I feel like is over the years, Pokemon has like the anime and the movies have showed us that like people in Pokemon in that universe kind of like work together and stuff, you know, couldn't you just like see if they needed help or, you know i mean maybe it's like a dog dude maybe you just need to feed him or give him some love and they'll move and he's like no i must uh, build an adaptive trigger motion sounding causing you know euphoric dog whistle remote and he hits it and all the pokemon run for their lives see it's always the the dark side of pokemon that gets slipped into the speculation side of things which i mean there's a lot for your imagination to run with but yeah, he blasts his newfound tech, the crustal move on, and then you are in route four, the desert. So, <clears throat> oh, this was just a note I put in. So I did the, and I've talked about it previously, but I did the, I think it's called the intralink or the memory link, where you hook your copy of Pokemon White 2 basically to a copy of Pokemon Black or White, like the original one. And they do like a little, I don't know, they do a little mixing up. The mix records, basically. I don't know if you guys ever remember mixing records back in the old day on like uh, Game Boy Advance games of Pokemon. But yeah, basically you do a memory link and there's more in-depth conversations and different plot points, different story points. And I figured, you know what, I want to get the whole experience. And I figured it was too easy not to do because I had an extra DS and, you know, the, the whole nine. But yeah, the, I I have and i've got them wrote down in my notes like where i come across these um entities or whatever you want to call them that you have the extra conversations with or you know what i mean that's like added in so i don't know, it's it's pretty cool <laughs> so the desert resort yeah this is I mean, it's like a, it's any kind of like desert biome in Pokemon, I feel like. You know, there's sandstorms. And this one, there's some like quicksand that you can't run through. Make sure that when you enter this area, you have your item finder on so you can find all them goodies left in the sand. There's a lot, a lot of trainers, a lot of NPCs you can talk to to get some stuff. But this is where we added a new team member, the Harley Quinn, which was a sand dial. And if you guys don't remember, I'll remind you, which I don't think we have a level. Well, yeah, we do. We might get to that. Yeah, our team is based off of all members of the Suicide Squad. So, yeah, we picked up a Harley Quinn with a not a really good nature, plus speed, minus defense. So, the bad part and the good part about Pokemon is, like the nature system, you know what I mean? You have one good stat, one bad stat, and then you can have... Some are just neutral, and personally, I like neutral stats the best because I feel like you're getting all of you're getting everything out of your Pokemon. You know, maybe if you're doing and the only there's a few other ones like modest and adamant, which are your attack and special attack. Now you can boost up. You know, you know, maybe if you have a Pokemon that's full frontal attack and it's you know it's not going to have any special moves, a mod or adamant. Isn't a bad nature, you know what I mean? But I, I personally have always just like neutral. That way, you kind of you get the best all the way around. But yeah, desert resort. Not a whole lot goes on at desert resort. Like I said, some houses, some trainers. Make sure uh, you guys are grinding out them Pokemon, getting your levels up. Because I thought that I was, I felt that I was pretty under leveled for some of the stuff, and I had to like hang back. Not in this point, but eventually in the game, I got to a small point where I was like, oh, shit. Um, well, yeah, both figured to uh, anyway, um, I got to a point where I was like, damn, there is like, no, I'm like, what do I do? I'm like, there's, I've missed and uh, yeah, la, 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 la. I've taken advantage of some of like the rebattler rebattled trainers, but sometimes man, you just get into like, I get into a Pokemon groove and I'm just playing dude. And I'm just like vibing. And then I get to a battle and I'm like, Oh fuck dude. Or I get to a gym and I'm like, Oh damn, I'm already at the gym. I'm like, fuck, I better check what level these guys are. And I'm like, meh, I'm like, you know, three or four levels around. Like, my whole entire team is pretty damn close to uh, where the gym leader is. But, yeah, sometimes you often forget <clears throat> it's important to battle all those trainers. So, yeah, coming along pretty well. Yeah, which Harley Quinn, Sandile, good Pokemon, rock. I think this is his last evolution. Very good Pokemon, dark and ground. So, yeah, I'm excited to see where... I, I just I figured the combination, I need a ground type, be good to have in your pocket. At least a couple ground type moves if you don't have a ground type Pokemon. Uh, Relic Castle. Yeah, the... Okay, I got so confused for a second. I was just playing the other night and I thought I was at the same point. I was like, how am I... Yeah, anyway, it just turns out I can't read. So yeah, you find Relic Castle. It's pretty cool down in Relic Castle. There is I forget, I think you have to walk through the quicksand like swirling in that spot so you don't fall down. But if you get all the way to the very bottom, you can find yourself a pseudo legendary Volkorona, which is a bug fire type. He looks like a like a big fire moth. He's pretty cool. Pretty cool Pokemon. Um I know like in game in game wise, it probably you know uh, probably be a very good asset to anybody's team. <clears throat> Powerful, weird combination, bug fire. It's pretty pretty awesome. So yeah, you wrap up Relic Castle, and like I said, don't forget the item finder man. There is so much shit that gets left out in the sand. It is kind of honestly ridiculous. Um, I don't remember exactly what, but I know I picked up held items. I know I picked up like potions and all that and more. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break right after break. We'll get back into the Pokemon stuff, maybe a touch of Baldur's Gate, just a, just a little bit because I've been playing a lot of it. So yeah, we'll be right back and uh, see you in a second. All right. Welcome back from the break. And uh, yeah, here we are for more Pokemon. So yeah, you go through... Uh, about got lost there. route four at the end of route four, you'll run into a place called join Avenue. And I honestly used to like, I didn't understand this place. Like the first time I played it, I thought it was kind of dumb. I'm like, God, this place just like, it fucking blows, dude. It's making me do all this pre-scripted button mashing dialogue, which, you know, if you guys are know anything or a fan of Pokemon, you know, that dialogue is a big thing in all their games. So I'm like, God, you get through all this dialogue. And finally, he's like, yeah, it turns out, man, this place is yours. It's just this big place and, you know, you can invite people to hang out. Some people sell stuff. So you get these like passerby people in this. It's basically like a big long hallway and you're in charge, man. It's your place. People will become come through and you'll talk to them and they'll be like, well, if I had a dream, my dream would to be I want to make Pokemon prettier And if you invite them to your Avenue, they'll open up like a Pokemon massage shop or a Pokemon haircut place. Some people are like, "Uh, yeah, it's my dream to dig up the rocks and uh, sell like antiques or whatever, man. And you're like, oh, okay, that'd be cool. And then they show up and you like buy little things from them. It's like, honestly, buying from the antique dealers on Joint Avenue and Pokemon is like going to a flea market and trying to buy like fucking Pokemon cards, right? You go there and you're like, all right, well, these say Pokemon, but are they real Pokemon? And the guy's like, you know, the old guy smoking a cigarette behind the booth. He's like, yeah, yeah, those uh, Pokemon cards. I got those just brand new. They come, they come in, uh, they come in the mail. I got them all the way from, you know, wherever. Yeah, they're 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 legit, kid. That's what it feels like talking to the guy that you buy at the antique shop. He's like, uh, I got these rocks, and you're like, what kind of rocks? And he's like, Pokemon rocks, and you're like, oh, okay, cool and then i bought it from him right i spent i gave him like 500 poker credits i'm like here's 500 bucks bro show me what you got and he's like uh yeah. cuz they do like they don't show you what you're buying right they it's like a it's a box i forget what they call it it's like um anyway it's like a mystery box i guess but yeah you don't know what you get until you buy it and you i bought several of them like it, cuz it's a daily thing and i bought it and he's like yeah here's a hard stone and i'm like oh, okay, a hard stone, no way. And in the Pokemon world, that makes, uh, I think it like ups rock type moves by a certain percentage, which isn't like a whole lot, but I forget what it is. Maybe like 1%, or not 1%, but I forget what it is. Anyway, in my mind, I'm like, oh, cool. I gave you 500 bucks for this rock. And he's like, that's not just any rock. That's a hard stone. Um. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought I just I just think it's funny that that's what maybe that's what i ought to do is you know completely forget my life as a podcaster and then just start making re- real life mini series interactions between people and Pokemon or like in the Pokemon games where you're like oh you know I'm the champion and then like some little preschooler still like tugging on your fucking pants or whatever like oh my god battle me when you make it back to the beginning road of the game. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of uh, ideas swirling around in this big brain of mine, but yeah, you can, you can add lots of places in join Avenue if you like. I don't know how many, but um, I guess you could count them maybe like 10 or 12, I guess, maybe not even, I would say a comfortable number for me to guess would be eight to 10. I think I have like four or five. And then once you leave behind the great Avenue of join, you walk into a brand new city nimbasa so oh yeah nimbasa city has got like the amusement park there's a ferris wheel there's all kinds of crazy shit going on in this town but you know if you're like me you was out there battling hard on the grind and you said the first thing i need to do i get to the city is i need to find me a poker center so i went in i healed my pokemon up and there's like a kid standing off to the i, I Especially this playthrough, I've been talking to almost every NPC, trying not to miss anybody, you know, trying to get all those interactions, you know, pl- plots of the story, maybe different intralink moments from the other game. But yeah, I, I talked to this kid and he takes you to a flashback of N releasing one of his Pokemon. And it, like he takes you, like, you're just transported to this flashback in this um, little cutscene and it shows N. Which was the kid that gets this pretty much took advantage of in the original black and white, and was using him for the stuff going on with all the Pokemon. He goes to, and I'm pretty sure, and I was right; it was Charge Stone Cave. But he went to Charge Stone Cave and was basically like, "Ah, oh, I can't have you," because he, wanted to liberate Pokemon. He didn't believe it was right that there are these Pokeballs, and he's just the biggest centrist like fucking whack job, I think. And uh, I don't remember if he comes around to his senses or not. I'm pretty sure he does. In black and white. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. And realizes that he's been basically been, been being used. But yeah, you see this little cut scene, and he's like talking to his Pokemon and he's like, it reminds me of like the go on, get out of here. Nobody loves you. And like the, what is it, the old SpongeBob episode with the seahorse? He's like, get out of here, you big, stupid animal. <laughs> it's just kind of, you know, it just kind of. T- I ch- I'm just trying to make the, the depressing mood a little happier. You know what I mean? But yeah, and here's a little fun. Well, I guess I don't think I wrote it down. So spoiler, if I did in a couple episodes, maybe you'll hear about it. I'll probably forget. But I was go- at, at some point, you do go through this very same cave. And I ran into a Pokemon and it like sparkled. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. No way. Like shiny Pokemon for real. And I was like, "What, well, man, that doesn't really look like it's shiny. Maybe it's one of them shinies that just kind of looks a little teeny tiny different. And I captured it. And when I put it in my, Poke- my party, it was actually N's Pokemon. And I guess there are several instances over the course of the game where you'll be at places and you can capture N's released Pokemon. So I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. It was a Joltik, I believe. So, yeah, anyway. Moving on. Weird interaction on the Ferris wheel with a mom. Yeah, this this was fucking weird, dude. Uh, I don't think I Oh, yeah. So basically, there is an amusement park and you go to this little amusement park and you get on the Ferris wheel. You go near the other near the Ferris wheel and there's like a lady standing there and it's and I you know, I wouldn't uh, lie about this. I'm trying to I I wish I would have taken at least a picture or something, but uh yeah, it's like a mom, right? And she's like, oh, so it's, I forget what. I don't know if she's like, if she mentions being a mom. Anyway, it's clearly that she says she's a mom in your conversation. And then, like, you go on this Ferris wheel and she, like, talks about being stressed. She's like, oh, my God, I've just been so stressed. And I want to say she's, she could be um, talking about being pregnant or something. I don't, and I know you're thinking it's a fucking kids game, dude. What are you talking about? And I, I promise you. Um, <laughs> she talks about being stressed and meeting again. She's like, Oh my God, I'm just so stressed. And you know, uh, maybe we should, you know, wink meet again. And I'm like, Whoa, lady, like I'm fucking 14 or 12 or I'm a young adult. And she's like, yeah, but, uh, that fucking Ferris real ride. Oh my. And I'm like, okay, lady, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Uh, stranger danger at the amusement park. Dear God. But yeah, I just remember that it was a fucking weird interaction. And I, I, feel like pokemon is a lot like the movie shrek you know what i mean there's all this stuff on the outside that is for kids right and you're like oh my god puss in boots he's such a cute little kitty and shrek and the the donkey and oh my god lord farquaad all oh, they're all just so cute and then like you catch some of the adult jokes that are put in there and you're like oh fuck like fuck hell yeah dude and like even some of the some of the dads that dad or moms that like hate movies and animation they're like ugh fucking Shrek, really? And then, like one of the signature lines, like maybe one of like the little dirtier jokes that was meant for adults, that kids couldn't catch on to nowadays or wouldn't have caught on to then. And you kind of chuckle. You're like, "Eh, "Huh, that's that's pretty good, man." But yeah, I feel like Pokemon's a lot like that. You get this big, luxurious cake, right? And this fucking cake looks just so delicious and so beautiful. And then you cut into this cake and it gets pretty fucked up, dude, backstories, Pokemon, if you really want some good reading material, check out, uh, fucking Pokemon decks entries or backstories or, where Pokemon are based off of, there are several Pokemon that are said to, I don't know, fucking take children away and to like the nether realm, Drifblim, um, there's other Pokemon that are just like, ah, give me your hand, child, and I will take you to the light, I got some, that's some dark shit, dude, for being a kid's game, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, we got. I've been. I gotta see where we're even at. Okay, we still got a little bit of time. So what I want to do. Yeah, I'll just finish off this page. That way, next week we don't have to start in the middle of our storybook in a different page. So yeah, you had your weird interaction with the, mo, the with the fucking I don't know, worked up mom riding a Ferris wheel. I don't know, weird shit. Ah, da, 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 Stadiums. Yeah. So there's a couple of big stadiums here, and there's like a football stadium, a tennis, baseball. I think they all change on the days. And these are really good training points. They reset every day. I want to say you can probably battle four or five trainers per building and they kind of level with you, their scale levels with you as far as gym badges. So yeah, and I think even some of them even give you a potion after every battle. So it definitely is very, a good source of income and experience. So training area, Out to Route 5, Bianca gives you HMO2 Fly and shows you Hidden Grottos. Eh, lame. The Hidden Grottos were nothing that I thought was cool. It's just another one of those RNG kind of filler things where they're like, you can get a good Pokemon 1% of the time. You know, maybe sometimes you get nothing. Maybe sometimes we'll give you like a fucking escape rope. I don't know. But yeah, Hidden Grottos were never something that I absolutely loved or hated or anything like that but i will say they i don't know it's just it seems like one of those gap fillers right they're like all right well the game's almost done we have x amount of memory left what do you guys what are some of the ideas that got scrapped or and originally that we want to put in the game now that's kind of what it feels like to me but you know i could be very wrong and then the last note on the last page of our chapter today is it's grind time need to get some levels to prepare for the Pokemon gym. And, uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. I had to, which I have, I've had to do this a couple times, like set my, set my course of direction for training rather than doing anything else. Cause I thought that I was getting behind or, and I mean, felt like, I don't know. I, the one thing I hate, is going into a Pokemon gym, not adequately leveled, or at least not round. I don't have to be like overleveled, but I want to be, I don't want it to, I don't want to go in there and get tromped. You know what I mean? I'm a fucking Ace Trainer, dude. But uh, that's all we got for Pokemon this week. We have been on a wild journey. I am getting ready to, I'm actively signing into my Call of Duty account right now, and we'll give you guys a little rank check. <clears throat> Because Double XP Weekend has been going on, and I have guiltily, guiltily been playing like a lot. I ha- Ooh, finally hit it! So let's see here. Let's go to. I gotta find my stats, and I'm playing on PS5 for all you guys who uh, was curious. Here we have my career stats. So career stats, I have which we're not going to talk about. Uh, Maybe I've got almost like three days. Okay. Two days, 23 hours, eight minutes. I played 557 games. I average 16 kills a game, which I strictly and only play hardcore. Um, I very rarely play other modes. Sometimes, you know, I'll play core probably for some of the challenges you know if it's just not easy like melee challenges like those are very rare to get in hardcore unless you sneak up on somebody but we have let's move on to our next stat my kd ratio which is surprisingly positive 1.04 8904 kills to 8534 deaths now mind you the next the next stat i'm going to show you is uh i have definitely kind of tanked it but it was because i refuse Sometimes to play certain maps or, um, and when you play hardcore, there is a lot of shit that can go wrong with spawn trapping and uh, it's just, it's fucking toxic to be honest, so any of you guys that's played hardcore Call of Duty can understand, so my win loss ratio is .78, but it's probably because they ding you for every game you back out of, dude, I probably, I got 243 wins, 310 losses, I bet you, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm so fucking good, I bet you I've probably backed out of 50 plus games, dude, sometimes in shipment or Rust, people are just literally spawn camping, and you can't spawn die, spawn die, spawn die, I don't care about any of that shit. You know what I mean? I don't care about my win-loss ratio on games like that. I care about winning games that I'm playing in. So uh, let's see. What was my my highest kill streak has been 16. My highest kills in a game, I actually just broke this record yesterday on Rust, Domination. 76 kills, baby. Ooh, Man, so good. I have... It's, yeah, we'll, we'll do my top three guns. The Top Gun, MCW, with 1,636 kills. That's like my, I'm tired of getting ass beat. I'm done j- challenge, or grinding for camos right now. I just want to throw down. My second, My this is, and this is how you know what kind of Call of Duty player I am, dude. My number two kills with guns is the RGL-80 Grenade Launcher, 672. Oh my God, I almost feel bad using it that much, but it's just so good and hardcore, man. And then finally, the number three gun is the SVA 545, which is this, this was the gun that I used primarily right when the game first came out when I first started playing. But yeah, there's my stats, and I'm level 141. Yep, level 141, prestige number two. So I've already seen several um, max rank people, 250. So we'll, we'll I would imagine... Um, I would imagine at some point I would probably hit the 250 club, but you know, that's to talk about later. So that's all I got for this week, guys. Hopefully you are yeah, enjoying all the stuff, enjoying all your time, enjoying, you know, hopefully, you know, I don't want to say enjoying work, but you know, it's always rough getting back to work after the holidays. And uh, good news, we got another holiday coming right up, man, with New Year's. So thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate all the support. You can find me, Rock Hound Radio, anywhere you listen to your podcast. So please head on over to all those places, rate and review the show, drop a follow, drop a like, do whatever. And you can also find me anywhere, or I'm sorry, eat well. Pretty much anywhere, but you can find me at Rock Down Radio, on TikTok and Facebook and YouTube as well. So thanks for listening, guys. I will see you later this week. I've got some call of duty to play over and out.